Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I am Sarah Varney, one of your co-hosts, and I am here with my co-host, Sharla. Say hi, Sharla. Hi. And Heather. Hello. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. I missed you guys. I missed you. It was so quiet. <laughs> I know. Now you know how I felt when you guys were gone. <laughs> we were just gone for a couple days, too. We weren't gone for very That's long. That's true, but, but still, it was long. Yeah. Yeah. But we had a great time, and we're going to be talking all about our cruise and comparing it with um, our recent Disney cruise in an upcoming podcast. So if you are a cruise fan, stay tuned. That one's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, but this week, we have a very exciting <laughs> I podcast can't about Heather's <laughs> favorite subject in the whole wide world, Adventures by Disney and Oh, I'm cruises. so excited to talk so. about it. Yes. And since we've been gone, um, not a ton of Disney news that, you know, they noticed that was sort of noteworthy, really. I noticed a couple things about um, some menu changes at Satuli Canteen, um, which I had seen over on Disney Food Blog. And I know there was a new, uh, the one thing I know happened was a new trailer came out for Captain Marvel because my husband was watching it while we were on the ship. So that's big, apparently. I'm not a big Marvel person, so I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, Mm-hmm. I know what I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Heather. Yes. Did you see that they're doing a live action Cruella DeVille? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's a prequel like Maleficent. Um, and it's Emma Stone going to be playing Cruella DeVille. Wow. I know, I'm, not, I'm kind of excited about it, but at the same time, why do we have to make live action everything? But nobody really knows about Cruella DeVille, so this could be exciting. Yeah, there's really no pre-story on her sort of at all. No. Um, and I do feel actually like I've liked almost every single live action they've done well, so there far. there are a few so, that I hate with a passion, but that's fine. You, we, uh-oh. Which one did you hate? You know how I feel about Alice in Wonderlands. I just – Oh, you know what? I awful. wasn't even – I don't even consider those. They're, they're awful. <laughs> like I wasn't even they're considering awful. those in the same yeah, category. But you know, whatever. Yeah, no, those are terrible. Those are terrible. Um, but I, I loved Mal- <laughs> I loved Maleficent. I loved Jungle Book. I liked Cinderella. I loved, you know. Jungle Book was fantastic. Cinderella was fantastic. Beauty and the Beast, was, and the Beast. was okay. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Yeah. Well, oh. my favorite Disney movie of the old uh, old school Disney movies is Pete's yes. Dragon, and I loved the I loved that live action remake. Um, yeah, it was really great. Yeah, that was a beautiful one, and I really I it was so well done, and so different from the original yeah. actually like they really did not try to redo the original which i really appreciated no, it wasn't campy like that original mm-hmm. i mean i love it. it you know like i said it's my favorite one but um it the the new one was just great in a different very different way it was m- way more emotional yeah <laughs> for me but yeah. it was it was absolutely fantastic yeah. but i'm excited about this prequel like i mean how much did we love maleficent and i'm excited about the new one mm-hmm. um so. i haven't seen maleficent <gasps> I know. That's it. I know. We're done. <laughs> I also never saw Pete's thank Dragon. Right. It's fine. Okay, thank you. Thank, thank, thank you for listening, folks. This is the last right. episode. We continued in about four hours. We'll wait for Heather to do That's this, right. and then we'll come back. Yeah, we're going to pause, and we'll come back after she's watched those two movies. So, yeah. All right. I guess she gets a pass because it's the holidays, and we're all super busy. But in January. Fine. Maybe I'll do some night. homework. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it uh, for Disney news. Let's get right into it, shall we? We should. Heather. 
guys, I had the best time on this river cruise and I can't wait to go again. You should all go immediately. <laughs> all right. So tell us the, the, the specific mm-hmm. details. When did you go? Where do you go? What ship were you on? All of that stuff. So I went on a 10-day river cruise with Ama Waterways and Adventures by Disney. Um, And my trip was a little bit different in that this was a travel industry training trip. We call them FAM trips, which is short for familiarization. Um, And so I didn't get everything that a, a normal guest would get. I really just got the highlights because Adventures by Disney and Ama Waterways wanted to make sure we focused on really what separates them from their competition. Um, But it was enough to know that I need to do another river cruise again soon. So I went from mid to late November. I was there over Thanksgiving and I was cruising on the Danube River, which went from Hungary through Austria and into Germany. And it was a trip of a lifetime. It was incredible. Um, These are destinations that were kind of on my list of places that I wanted to see, but more towards the bottom, there's other places that I wanted to see more. And I'm just so happy I went because it was beautiful. It was freezing cold. Uh, (laughs) So, well, that was, so that was my next question is when you say freezing cold, again, it was a Christmas market. So, you know, and it is winter, it's Europe. That's a little bit to be expected, but like how cold is it? I mean, it was cold. I'm, I mean, I live in LA now, so, you know, like 70 degrees is cold for me, but I'm originally from New Jersey. So I remember cold. Um, it was about, I want to say between 30 and 40 degrees Fahrenheit every day. Um, and obviously colder at night. So you know, I had to go and buy gloves and I had a winter hat and there were scarves needed and boots. Um, we saw snow one day, which was really exciting. We had somebody on the trip from Florida that had never seen snow before. So they got to see snow for the first Aww. time. It was very magical. Um, so it was cold, but it is a Christmas market cruise. So I mean, that's what I wanted to do more than anything was see the European Christmas markets. And I saw about 90, which was fantastic. Uh, but they do this cruise in the spring, summer and fall as well. So if you don't want to go for the cold weather, you can go in the summer and actually enjoy the pool that's up on deck and all of that. Okay. So for our listeners who are wondering what exactly a Christmas market is, please explain. Oh my God. It's the most magical thing on earth. <laughs> um, so In Europe, especially Germany, but all over Europe, they are known for their Christmas markets. And these basically spring up usually the first week of December. Some of them opened a little bit earlier, so late November. And it's just like, think of food and wine festival or the festival of the holidays at Epcot, where little booths and little huts spring up. This is what they do. They take one of their squares, whether it's in the center of the city, maybe by their city city hall, and little shops and huts spring up, and it's all handcrafted Christmas ornaments. There were soaps, honeys, and then there's also food booths as well. So Gluvine is a very, very big deal in Central Europe. It's really kind of like mulled wine. So whether it's red wine, sometimes they add blueberry flavor or strawberry flavor. And like we would have a hot apple cider, they have Gluvine. So it's hot wine and they serve it in special little mugs and each market has their own mug. So if you're into collecting, you can do that. Otherwise you just return your mug and you get a deposit back. Um, And you walk around these markets and go shopping. You can eat pretzels, soup, sausages. I ate so many sausages on this trip. It was wonderful. Um, And you drink your Gluvine and everything is lit up and there's Christmas music and it's just the most magical experience. 
very cool. I even oh, go ahead. I even uh, in Austria there. Um, their Christmas market was the biggest one we saw, and they had an ice rink set up, but their ice rink was not just a rink. There was a rink, but then there were pathways. So it was pathways of ice that kind of wound through the market and under and around trees. And so I went ice skating at a Christmas market in Vienna, Austria, and it was amazing. When would I ever get to say that? It was so cool. That sounds pretty, that sounds pretty magical. All right. So tell us a little bit about the ship itself. Okay, so Adventures by Disney, as we all know, is Disney's guided tour branch of their parks and resorts division. So they take you on adventures all over the world. And about three years ago, maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still getting over my cold, um, but they they started doing river cruises. But because they don't own their own cruise ships, uh, they partnered with a company called Ama Waterways, which is really a boutique luxury river cruise line. Um, and so we were sailing on Ama Waterway's newest ship for the time being, because they have new ones coming out in about three months. But we were on their newest ship, the Amalaya. And it was stunning. So this is my first time on a river cruise. It is very, very different than an ocean cruise. Obviously, the boats are much smaller and much flatter because they have to fit under bridges on the rivers of Europe. So this particular ship was four stories. Um, and there was two restaurants, the main restaurant and a chef's table restaurant. Um, there was a lounge and a library a very small gym. They had a very small spa and salon. And up on the top deck, there was a pool um, and some hot tubs. And there was a viewing area, couches to lounge in. They had one of those giant chess boards. And really, the point of a river cruise is to put you in the middle of these cities. So it's not about the activities on board. It's more about the destinations themselves. So um there's going to be maybe five or six categories of staterooms. The majority of there are no inside staterooms, by the way. The lowest category is an, um, a window stateroom. Um, but the rest have either French balconies or full and French balconies. So a French balcony that will, your sliding glass door opens up to the entire room and your room becomes the balcony, and then a full balcony where there's table and chairs and you can actually sit on there. And then they also have suites. Um, so the staterooms are a little bit smaller than we're accustomed to on, say, a Disney cruise line, uh, but you're not in your stateroom all that much. And it was very luxurious. So there are king beds in every room. Um, unless you want them separated, they can then become uh, two double beds. Um, they have all high-end uh, toiletries. Your they uh, have a blow dryer there for you. So that's something you don't have to pack. And the coolest thing about my stateroom, which was great because this really was a work trip for me, is that your TV is really um, an iMac. So my TV was my computer and it was pre-programmed with either television, movies, music, or I can go on the computer and use my television as my workstation. And it was, it was fantastic because I never took my laptop out of my bag once, which was great. That's fantastic. All right. Now, probably one of the most important things we discuss. Tell me about all of the food. <laughs> the food was so good. I ate so much and I don't even care how much weight I gained. Um, the first thing I'm going to talk about is the food on board the ship. So unlike a uh, an ocean cruise, it's all included in a river cruise. So the specialty restaurants, it's included. Um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the main restaurant 
all included. Snacks in the lounge, all included. And the greatest part is every day, beer and wine is included with your lunch and your dinner, as much as you want, unlimited. So you don't have to pay for that. They also have a happy hour. They call it sip and sale hour every day. And your alcohol, whether you want cocktails, beer or wine, included in that hour. Anything outside of those times, you would then purchase your alcohol. But that's just a nice little thing to do, um, especially because there are certain times during a river cruise where your activity is cruising down the rivers and you're basically just sitting in the lounge or up on deck watching these fairy tale villages go by. So just like an ocean cruise, you cannot go hungry on board. Um, but really, you're in Europe and you are there to eat all the incredible food. So my first stop was Budapest, Hungary, and I ate all the goulash. It was incredible. I also went to um, a very famous cafe called the New York Cafe and had, oh gosh, a hot chocolate the size of my head. It was incredible. Um, and they they flavor their hot chocolates there. So it's not like the powder mix that we get. They really melt chocolate and they mix it with steamed milk. And you could put caramel sauce in it, vanilla powder. Oh gosh, it was so good. Um, and then, of course, we're in Eastern Europe, right? Germany and Austria. So there were tons of sausages, little sausages, big sausage, pork beef. They even had turkey sausage and they had sausages stuffed with cheese. They, um, Ketzelkroner and those were fantastic. Um, which was really cool is that we, our adventure guides on a river cruise, you have six adventure guides and they were all from the countries that we were visiting. So we had Hungarian guides, German guides, and uh, Austrian guides. And so every stop we had, they would tell us where to get off, where to eat, what are the the snacks that we had to have. Um, So that was a fun bonus. I ate all the Spetzel in Germany. And for those of you that don't know, Spetzel is kind of like a German mac and cheese, but they put like the frizzled onions on top. And any Spetzel I've ever had here in the States tends to be a little bland. This was the most flavorful thing I've ever had. I I think I ate it at every restaurant I went to in Germany. Um, I ate my weight in schnitzel and I found out that with schnitzel, you do not pound the meat, which is usually pork thin. It is sliced very thin and breaded and fried. And the breading needs to be pulling away from the meat for it to be properly done. So that's how you know you're having good schnitzel. Um, What else did I eat? Everything. Pretzels in Germany. All I wanted, oh gosh, you're going to laugh at me. All I wanted in Germany was a pretzel und beer because that's what Stacy says on the top seven must-dos at Walt Disney World. And I had... I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I knew you would because we're all Disney fans. But so I had a pretzel und beer and I'm not going to lie. It was like, we don't have pretzels like this here. It was mind blowing. It was buttery and crunchy, but soft at the same time. Oh my God. Everybody just go to Germany immediately and eat all the food. That's all. That's all. Oh, and in um, Vienna, no, in Salzburg, Austria, we ate at the oldest restaurant ever in existence. It dates back. It is has been serving food since 803 what? AD. 803. Continuously in operation. And now it is a high-end restaurant. It is pretty fancy. But oh my gosh, I had like truffle pasta. We had this fantastic soup. It was so good. The food was fantastic. Okay, I have a question for you then. Um, we'll move on. 
And the my question is, excursions with the River Cruises and with Adventures by Disney, are they included? Do you have to do them? What's the deal with that? Well, yes, the all excursions are included. And in each port, um, they'll have about six to eight excursions each day for you to choose from. So usually you'll have a morning excursion, then you can come back to the ship and eat lunch if you wanted, and then go back out on an afternoon and then an evening excursion. It just depends on the port and when they'll be sailing. Um, You do not have to do excursions. You can go out on your own, which I also did many times. Um, Also, Ama Waterways has an entire fleet of bicycles. And unfortunately, I didn't use them because it was like rainy and misty most of the time. But if you wanted to just take a bicycle and go into town on your own, you can do that as well. Um, What makes Adventures by Disney different than just, say, a river cruise line is that All excursions are included with Adventures by Disney, whereas a river cruise has one or two included at each time frame. And if you wanted to do something else, that would be maybe an upcharge like we're used to on an ocean cruise. So with ABD, all of your excursions are included. You let them know ahead of time which appeals to you. This way they can make sure that they have guides ready to go in port for that. Um, And they also tend to be a little bit more active excursions. Instead of maybe just a walking tour of a city, there's bike tours, there's hiking. Um, There was one which I'm so sad we didn't get to do, but you basically take a four-hour bike ride along the Danube River between two villages and you meet up with a ship in the next village. Um, There are a lot of cooking options, wine tasting. And then of course, because it's ABD, they have something for the kids or the junior adventurers as they're called. So if we're visiting a museum, they go off on their own and maybe put on a play for the adults or they bake gingerbread cookies or they have a marionette show or they do a scavenger hunt through the museum. So this way the adults are getting the history and the kids are as well, but they're having it in a fun way. Well, I want to make a marionette. Can we, can I do that? Sure you can. I went, I sat and made gingerbread cookies. I didn't care. (laughs) So then I guess my other question is, do they have local guides as well? Like they do on the non-river cruise ABDs? Yes and no. So they do, and they come on the motor coach with you. So if we're having to, if we meet, like we docked in Vienna one day and then went up to the country to go see um, one of the Habsburgs winter. No, summer palaces, excuse me, they have 9,000. And so we had a local guide on the bus with us. And then when we got to the palace, we had costume guides leading us around. So there are the local guides. um, But the bonus is, is that your river, your ABD, your regular adventure guides are really from those countries. So they also act as your local guides. So I think we had one American adventure guide with us who just also happened to be a Hungarian citizen. She was born in Hungary and now lives in California. So she, it was nice that she knew both cultures. We had one guide from Hungary, two from Austria, and two from, two from Germany. So all of our adventure guides were from the areas we were visiting. So that was really nice. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And, and what we heard, um, because this was a training trip, we were learning feedback that, you know, regular guests may have had. And one of their, not really complaints, but one of their concerns is that they didn't really get to know their adventure guides like they do on 
a regular land ABD. And that's because there's only two adventure guides on a land ABD and you're with them all the time. On a river cruise, there's six of them and you may not be doing all the same excursions as these guides. You may be going off on different ones. So you're really kind of mixing and matching, which is great because you get six new friends instead of two. But guests were feeling like they really didn't connect with those adventure guides. So what ABD has done, because they really, they read all of your comments. They literally, they sit down every day, every Monday. That's their job is to sit and read these comments. And so they took that feedback and they started doing something called fireside chats with your adventure guides, which was, I mean, it, it was one of the most moving things I have ever sat through. So on two nights of our cruise, they had our one guide from Germany um, get up and speak. And this was during one of our happy hours. So everybody kind of just grabbed a cocktail or a glass of wine and you cuddled up on the couch. And her name was Betty. And she spoke about what it was like growing up in Germany during the Cold War and how that oh, wow. kind of, you know, affected her family and who got stuck in Berlin on the east side and who managed to escape and how they didn't see their family for 28 years. And it was just the most incredibly um, moving thing. She talked about her grandfather in World War II and how he felt towards America and how his mindset was able to shift when he finally met Americans and and just kind of how all of that really affects us. And then on the second night, um, we heard from our adventure guide, Veronica, who I mentioned was a Hungarian citizen, and she explained what it was like for her family to flee Austria during the Cold War and come to America because, and they they didn't tell anybody where they were going and basically just left overnight with like, bags on their back and came to America to accept a job because they just wanted to get out of that country and provide a better life for their daughter. And she told a story of how she didn't, you know, she was maybe three or four when they left and she had an aunt that she hadn't seen in however many years. And when they finally went back, her aunt handed her a pair of baby booties that she had rescued from their apartment when they fled and said, I've been waiting 30 years to give these to you. And it was just, so that is something that ABD has started to do that really makes you connect with your adventure guides. And so you really, you still get that connection and you feel like they're your family now. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's just, it's, you know, we have our view of history over here. It is nice to hear their view of history and see how we are all really the same. And this, like the history affects us the same. And it was just, it was beautiful. Oh, I love that. All right. So I want to talk about something that happened on this cruise and it's not unheard of in river cruising. In fact, it happens (laughs) pretty frequently. Um, Just like with any travel, you are often subject to the whims of mother nature. And this happened to you, right? Tell us about it. Yes. Well, guys, it turns out it's not just Southern California that's in a drought. So um, along the Danube River, Hungary, Austria, and Germany, they had a massive drought this summer. It just didn't rain. And there were parts of the river that were too shallow for river cruises to traverse. So we normally would have uh, boarded our bus, our bus, our boat in Budapest, Hungary, and sailed on our way through to Nuremberg, Germany. However, the river was too low. So we had to stay an extra night in a hotel in Budapest, which was fine because it was gorgeous. Um, And we did all of our normal activities. And then we had to take a four-hour coach ride to Vienna to get onto the boat. So it's not ideal. Nobody really wants to be sitting on a bus for four hours. But you have to look at it as 
one, you're on vacation, so it's better than sitting at home. And two, you know, you just roll with the punches and ABD is, they handle challenges flawlessly. They're just really good at saying, oh, we've identified a problem. Let's change direction and figure this out. And nobody is any the wiser. So, um, and the same thing happened at the end of our trip, instead of continuing on to Nuremberg, which is not part of the normal itinerary, they were doing that just for us. So the normal itinerary would actually end in Germany, um, in Vilshofen, which is where we ended anyway. Um, and then they bust us on to Nuremberg. So the thing to keep in mind is that that really can happen on a river cruise. That That's not something we're used to on an ocean cruise. The ocean doesn't really disappear. <laughs> so at least not yet. So, um, But we do have hurricanes on ocean cruises. And so it's... Exactly, where things yeah. would have to change. So that's just what it is that, you know, and they did the best they could. They still kept with our itinerary. I think we like, maybe only missed one like little sailing portion where we would have it was the nighttime illumination cruise which is it's a really beautiful part of the river where everything is lit up at night and you basically just sit up on the top deck with a glass of champagne and like with the captain and and watch the lights go by so that was kind of that was disappointing to miss but you know they made up for it in other ways so it's just something that you have to think about when traveling on a river cruise there and hopefully that'll change. Hopefully they get some rain this winter and next summer it'll be beautiful. But that was that was the only little snag we hit on the trip. Yeah. One of the realities of travel, though. Yeah. But when they do this now, they don't, um, you know, because you said you had an extra night at the hotel, but they don't charge you extra for that, right? Because that's, that's on their dime and they work it out, right? Nope. That's on ABD's dime. They worked it out. Now we happened to fly in a day early um, and we're in the same hotel. So the first day of the adventure, we just walked down to the lobby where the adventure guides have a welcome desk. Um, and you, we explained we're already checked in. Is it possible to stay in the same room? And they said, yep, no problem. They talked to the front desk. We stayed in our same room. The second night was paid for by Adventures by Disney, breakfast included. And then the um, the following day, we went and we did all of our excursions, got on the bus, and went to the boat in Vienna. So it was pretty seamless overall. Absolutely. Uh, they take care of every detail. They move your luggage for you. Um, you don't have to drag it to the lobby. They pick it up from your room. Um, they deliver it to your stateroom on the boat. They handle all the transfers. They get you onto every bus wherever you need to be. It's like the worst part about an Adventures by Disney is when it is over and you have to then go back to traveling through an airport yeah. or a foreign country on your own. And then you realize how much you miss your adventure guides and how much you relied on them because they do everything, everything, your luggage, your tickets. It, you don't have to think. And that is the definition of a vacation. I've laughed about that before. Like I can take my own luggage. I don't need them until... I get home and then I actually have to do it. And I was like, oh, where's that adventure? Yeah, I, need <laughs> I just remember being my flight being delayed in um, Shanghai, China and having to navigate myself an extra day through Shanghai and Hong Kong airports going, where, where is Christian? Where's Daisy? Are, can they tell me what, what line I go in? Why, why aren't they handling my passports and my bags? <laughs> That's I, I think the adventure guides are often some of the highlights of, of the Adventures by Disney trip. It sounds like it's no exception on this one. 
No, they're all just as wonderful as any other adventure guide that's on a land-based tour. I mean, it's just, they make the trip magical for you. Yeah. Yeah. And we should point out, since I know we mentioned this in our other Adventures by Disney podcast, but for a river cruise, the Adventures by Disney, uh, or the Adventure Guides, gratuities are included in your river cruise price. Correct. Correct. And also what would be included is the gratuities you would pay to the cruise staff. So like on an ocean cruise, we pay gratuities to the waiters and the stateroom hosts and hostesses. That's the same thing you would do on a river cruise. But if you book your river cruise through Adventures by Disney, that's also all included. That's great. So one less expense that you have to think about. Again, your transfers are included um, to and from the airport, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, they just they include a lot. Um, I should also mention that with AMA Waterways, they have a cruise manager. Ours was named Maddie, and she is fantastic. I loved her so much. Um, she is present or a cruise manager is present on all of the ABD sailings, they just kind of take a step back and let the adventure guides do their things. But if you were to book an AMA Waterways cruise without ABD, the cruise manager kind of acts like your adventure guide. She lets you know what excursions are available, what's popular in each port, and she kind of just manages the whole thing so she would be your go-to person. So it was nice. We actually had seven people on this ABD that we could go to and ask questions. Wow. Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. I had a fantastic time. (laughs) Well, and in our uh, extra for our Patreon supporters, we're going to be talking about what our dream Adventure by Disney trip would be, either real or something that we wish they would offer. So uh, be sure to support us on Patreon and listen in for that. I already know exactly what I, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready to record that. (laughs) I'm I have I, but uh oh one last thing I do want to say is just for anybody who doesn't know I was doing the Danube River um but the ABD also has river cruises on the Rhine which happens to be the most popular and that goes from Switzerland through Germany up to Amsterdam um and they just recently started doing a Seine river cruise which is round trip through Paris so I mean <laughs> Paris and I kind of need to go on that um but they also offer adult-only departures. So if you are traveling without children and you don't necessarily want to be on a ship stuck with a bunch of them running around, even though ABD does a fantastic job of corralling them, you can do adults-only. They also have food and wine cruises on the Rhine that are adults-only, and all of the excursions are geared towards different food, food making, learning about winemaking, things like that. And they have a, an Oktoberfest sailing on the Danube River. And I missed Oktoberfest by like a month and a half, but I will say they did a mini Oktoberfest for us and it was fantastic. So if you've always wanted to go to Oktoberfest, this is a great option. And then the cruise that I got to do, they do a Christmas markets cruise on the Danube River, which really is magical. If you love Christmas like I love Christmas, it's kind of you you need to go to the European Christmas markets. So those are all of your options with ABD. All right. And what's our biggest tip for booking ABD? Book early. Book early because even right now, ABD is doing a huge promotion for select river cruise departures. So why not save some money on this fantastic product? So the earlier you can book, the better, especially with river cruises, because there's only a select amount of staterooms. Once they're sold out, you can't go. 
Yeah. And I don't think we talked about that, actually. So River Cruises ships are pretty small. How many passengers were, were on your sailing? This particular boat um, can hold up to 154 passengers. There was a, a bit less just because it was for the travel industry. But so it's 154. Their next, uh, Ama Waterways, their next ship that's coming out, which by the way is incredible. And I kind of just want to go on that without ABD because I've never seen a river cruise ship like this. Um, the Ama Magna, it's going to have 189. So not yeah. much more. Yeah. So these are very small ships. So if you're, if you're used to ocean cruising, river cruising is a completely different animal. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It really is. And I was, it's something that I always wanted to do. Um, and I, I guess we should just say there's kind of like this, this notion that river cruising is for older people. And so I was afraid that I was going to be bored. Um, but honestly, it's really not. I'm, especially with Adventures by Disney, they have opened up river cruising to families. So if you're a young couple, if you have small children, you know, if you're in your mid 30s, mid 40s, you should not feel worried about a river cruise that you're going to be bored. I I wish I had two more weeks to go and do this trip because there was so much to see and so much to do. So it, it really is a great option. For those of you that want to travel the world, maybe you're a little nervous about traipsing through Europe on your own. Here you can do it on a river cruise with ABD and know that Disney is taking you everywhere. So you kind of have that level of safety with you. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your adventures with us. We appreciate it. Oh, it was so much fun to relive it. I'm ready to go back. <laughs> All right. So again, listen, uh, if you are supporting us on Patreon, uh, it's patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. Uh, you can subscribe at the $2, $5, or $10 a month level. You get different perks with each one. Um, but we do record exclusive content for our Patreon listeners. So stay tuned for that if you're supporting us. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Twitter, and of course on Facebook and on our website at www.disneyparkprincess.com. Next week, we have uh, the folks from One Little Spark. It's another Disney podcast. They're going to be joining us. And then, so the, it'll be the week after that. If you're hoping for the, the Cruise Line podcast, that's going to be two weeks from now. So, uh, and that's it for this week. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.